Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Most of all, Father God, we thank you for saving our soul. We ask you today to help us gain understanding of what you're trying to say to us today. We ask you to help us to apply it to our everyday life. Father God, we thank you for everyone that's listening. We ask you to give them provision over their lives, Father God. Most of all, we ask you to save their soul. Father God, we just thank you for the listeners and thank you for the readers of the word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Verse of the day is Matthew 13, 12. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. And they will have abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they will have will be taken away from them. Subject, do you hear it? His teaching. Christian truths, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm hearing you, Abba. I'm listening to his teaching. I'm confident. I'm worthy. Thoughts. Knowledge is only gained by learning and listening. We can say all day this is what we are doing and won't, but if we don't stop and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us, we won't ever learn. Jesus said this lesson and Jesus said this once in one of his lessons about the farmer and his seeds, seeing it's different types of listeners and, and learners. And God understands this completely, but when we don't try, how can we gain if we don't at least try to be open to understanding? It was seeds that fell on the footpath, the seeds that fell on the rocky soil, the seeds that fell among the thorns, and the seeds that fell on the good soil. See, four types of people. And when we when he breaks this down to show us who this represents, we either have been this or know people that are like this. Verse 19, the seeds that fell on the footprint, footpath represent those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seeds that have, that was planted in their hearts. We all have heard the word of God taught many ways before. Sometimes we, we didn't understand what was being taught, either because we didn't want to or simply because it was put in a way that was too hard for us to understand. And because of this, however, it was presented to us. Just It just didn't stick, and we didn't allow it to either. And, and we knew this. He came and took it away because when we gain knowledge and we don't apply it, the enemy will do all he can to take it away. Verse 20, the seed on the rocky soil represented those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. Then there are people that immediately obtain the word and they receive it and it heals them and it changes them. It fills them with so much joy because they understand what Jesus was trying to teach them and give them. This happened when we allow the word to rest within us. This is what Jesus said in today's verse. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, and they will have abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. When we listen to our teacher, which is the Holy Spirit, we will get more knowledge and we will have joy. We will have more. But when we allow our own thinking and ways and the enemy to come in, we lose what was placed in us. We don't gain anything listening to Satan and his antics. As long as we are allowing our flesh to control our ways and to control our thoughts, we won't grow in God. Still, the moment we surrender, here comes joy. Here comes knowledge. But we have to deny ourselves every day to draw closer to God. Verse 21, but since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are prosecuted for believing God's word. 
This is another way Satan takes a, takes our mind and strength when we allow the prosecution of the world and the things of this world to take to mold us and shape our emotions and take our focus off gaining a, a close relationship with Christ. And when this happens, we aren't deeply rooted. Sometimes we read, start reading the word of God more. We start looking at his promises as something that isn't obtainable. And it is when we follow him. And Luke eleven twenty eight says this, but he said, blessed rather those who hear the word of God and keep it. He says, blessed are them that, that hear God's word and keep it. We can hear it all day, but are we keeping it? We can hear the word of God, but are we hiding in our heart? Are we doing what we need to do to grow? We must keep the word hidden away so that we can fight the enemy when he comes. Today, don't allow the enemy to stop you from gaining wisdom and knowledge you need. Don't allow what people tell you to pull you off the right track, which is hearing God when he speaks to you. A lot of times we allow life to keep us from attaining the knowledge of God, but we don't want to become the seeds that fall among the thorns. It's easy to become this when we place more worry on the world and etc. than on how to become closer to God. Do you hear him? Do you obtain his words or let him let, let, let it fall on rocky ground? Which seed are you? Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word. Thank you for allowing us to hear you when you speak. Lord, we want to know you and grow. For, forgive us of anything we have done, knowing and unknowingly. Lord, help us to have a Christ-like mind. As we read your word today, give us strength to go through our day. Father God, we, we rebuke the spirit of rebellion. We rebuke the spirit of perversion that's in this world. Lord, we ask you right now to help us fight a good fight against yielding to the flesh. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So. Today's topic is, do you hear it? His teaching? We're going to pause right here. We're going to give everyone the opportunity to get their Bible, get a drink of water. Just a few seconds, I'm going to grab me a sip of water. Okay. Matthew 13 and 12 is our key words. It says, those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. And they will have abundance of knowledge. But those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. The Lord can bless us with more understanding, more wisdom and knowledge. That's something I pray about every day. Um, in Noonday Prayer, um, I give a list of five things to pray for. And honestly, that's top. That's one of the top things I pray for every day, wisdom and knowledge. Because as we read, and um, some people read Christian books. I read Christian books. Um I read up to about 14 books at, uh, at a time, um, and I won't get into that. If you want to know what books, Christian books I'm reading, I can send you a list of them. But I read about 14 books um, a day. Um, I go through these books in rotation, and as I read, it's verses in there. And each verse I come to, I ask God, please help me to understand it. Help me to apply it to my life. Help me to um, be able to use this in my, my daily walk. Help me not to just read over it. That's why in the prayer, I always say, God, help us not to glaze over the word of God, because oftentimes we can pick up the word of God. We can read it and we can glaze over it. And sometimes some things aren't meant for us to see right then and there. I think I've told y'all many times, like the story we had yesterday, um, the topic, I'm, I'm not burnt. Uh, you can check that out on any podcast that's available, um, Apple, Spotify, um, et cetera. But um if you look at Exodus 3 and 3, I've read Exodus 3 and 3 since I was a youngin. I mean, I've read that that chapter over and over, and I've never seen that he said that the bush 
was burning but wasn't burned. See, that wasn't supposed to be seen to me until now. I didn't supposed to acknowledge that until now. Some things aren't unlocked or revealed to us until it's at that right time. And sometimes you can read one verse and you can get multiple understandings. That's why I've been doing this for about three years. I've been writing devotion for three years, but the podcast officially be a year in December. But some verses you'll see I redo because God gave me, the Holy Spirit gave me a deeper understanding. Another understanding of this is because we are forever changing. We won't stop changing until we get to heaven. Now, some people stop changing because they don't want to grow. They don't want to move. They feel like they're fine the way they are. And that's that's fine. That's who you are. But if you want to grow in Christ, you're forever changing. You're forever learning. You're forever moving and molding. He's forever molding you into something bigger and better. Okay? So what we're going to do today, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to actually go to this this um, book of the Bible, which is Matthew 13. And we're going to go from chapter, from verse to verse until we get to where we stopped off yet. Because I didn't do every seed. The Holy Spirit didn't allow me to do that. So maybe next week I'm going to pick up on that. So whenever he asks me to pick up on it, that's when we're going to talk about it. But we're going to go through it. We're going to read it and, and um, go through it. We might get to reference verses. We might not. Um, but this is a, a parable I want everyone to understand. So if you have your Bible, go to Matthew 13. Matthew is in the book of the gospel. It's actually the first gospel, actually. Um, I'm reading on the NLT. I will not go from NLT to NIV. Which I'm just going to read from this. So if you want to keep up, you can get the NLT from the version Bible or those that's been studying with me for a while. Some of y'all have messaged me and say, hey, I've got the NLT so I can, so I can read along. Some of you have told me, ask me what Bible I'm using. I'm just using the, the Thin Line Bible by Tydale, Holy Bible, NLT, nothing fancy. Um, it's the, the Thin Line um, uh, Bible. But let's go to chapter 13. Verse, I want to see where we want to start off at. Okay. See, he started this parable in the front, in the very beginning. We don't have time to cover it, so we're going to go right to the meat of it, okay? He explains how how this happened and, and how um, how the farmer went about it and, and, and different things in the beginning. So if you have time, excuse me, I'm sorry. If you have time, please go to Matthew 13 and read it. It's, it's a lot to, for me to cover. So I'm not going to, like I said, cover everything in the beginning. So we're going to get right into the meat of it. Um Actually, going to start at verse 10. His disciples came and asked him, why do you use parables when you talk to people? This is good. Verse 11, he replied, you are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, and they will have abundance of knowledge. But those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Let me tell you something. When the Holy Spirit is trying to teach you, and you refuse to change, you refuse to apply it, you refuse to be molded, he's just going to stop talking to you. He's going to stop uh, giving you um, wisdom and knowledge. It, it says it here. It says, for, but for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. He'll take it away. Because you're not trying to apply the word of God to your life. You're, it's just falling on deaf ears. That's, that's what it's doing. Verse 13, this is why I use these parables. For they look but they do not really see. They hear, but they don't really listen or understand. That right there. 
That's why I ask God all the time. God, open my ears so I may hear, open my eyes so that I may, may see what you're trying to say. We're going to skip verse 14. We're going to skip verse 14. I think it starts in verse 19, actually. So we're going to go to 18. Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer plants planting seeds. The seeds fell on the footprint footpath, representing those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. See, it's, it's some people... Um, let, let me finish reading. Then the evil come, evil one comes and snatches away the seeds that has been planted on their heart. See, a lot of times we, we can, a lot of people like read the King James version, read the King James version. I have nothing against the King James version. I read the King James version on my own personal time. But when I'm studying with, with y'all, when I'm teaching, I do not use that because I want you to understand what you're reading. A lot of people aren't ready for the King James Version, which most people feel like it's the, the purest edition. I'm not going to get into that today. But what I'm going to say is that when you read the Word of God, you want to understand it. You, you don't want it too diluted where it's diluting what the Word of God is trying to say, but you want to understand it where you can apply it. So how can you read something that you don't understand? How can you read something every day and you're not understanding because it's, it's, it's just not sinking in. I mean, you can sit there and and, and pretend like you understand. That's not going to get you nowhere. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's not. It's wasting your time. But when you pull out the NID, NLT, and you understand and you read it, you can apply it. Okay? So if you're, if you're someone that's struggling to understand the Word of God, just downgrade to something, which I'm not saying it's a downgrade, but go to something different. Go to NIV, NLT. It, it, it's nothing wrong with it at all in my opinion until i brought forth evidence uh, about it i don't think it's nothing wrong to study out of these two versions of the bible okay um and, and the holy spirit can give you utterance and understanding in the king james version but if you feel intimidated don't feel like you have to stay there go to something different okay let's go to verse 20 it says the seeds on the rocky soil represented those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy a lot of us have received the word of God and receive it with joy. We understand it. We apply it. We're like, this is what I want to do. I know God is speaking to me. I want to go forth. I want to be filled with his presence. I want to teach the world. This is some of us. Some of us have received the word of God and it have brought us on so much joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They feel away as soon as they have problems or prosecuted for believing God's word. Sorry, something's going on with my stream. Okay. They said the seeds that fall on rocky, rocky soil represent those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. You can't put seeds on in in uh, rocky soil. It, it, it just won't stay. Some of us, we receive it. We're like, we're going to go forth. This is what we're going to do. But immediately... When the world starts talking to us and people start saying things and people starts to bother us, the first thing we do, we collapse. We go back. We're like, okay, I, I understood the word of God, but th this is this is kind of hard for me. Let me let me just kind of step back. Let me let me try to figure out what, what I want to do. Let me get my grounds because it's rocky soil. I, I was at the gun range a couple of weeks ago and it was so many rocks on the ground and I, I forgot that I'm not used to walking on those rocky grounds because they added more rocks 
And I had just regular tennis shoes on, which I need to go get me some hiking shoes. And I twist my ankle and I twist it twice. I kept walking, twist it, kept walking, twist it again. And now my foot is sore to step on because of rocky grounds. See, when we try to apply God's word to rocky soil, it says here, it says, those who hear the message will immediately receive their joy, but since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long because the roots are not, aren't going deep into the soul because the soul is too rocky. It's too hard to walk on. It's too hard to keep anything down. So it falls away immediately. You fall off. You, you fall down. You, you slip because your ground isn't steady. Okay. So let's go to verse 22. The seeds that fell among the thorns represent those who hear God's word, but are all too quickly. Quickly, the message is crowded by out by worries of life and allure of wealth. So no fruit is produced. It says it here. No fruits are produced. Because these are the seeds that worry about life and they worry about wealth. See, we don't want to be those seeds either that falls on thorns. They hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by worries of the life. We don't want to be those seeds either. Excuse me. Verse 23, the seeds that fell on good soil represented those who truly hear God's word and understood it and produce a harvest of 30 to 60 or even 100 times as much as been planted. We're going to stop here because really I didn't supposed to read 22 nor 23. So that was just a bonus, but we had stopped from there. But um, really and truly, I'm just going to say this. We want to be the good soul. We want to be planting a good soul. We want to be people that takes what God is writing down and let it saturate in us and let it change us, let it grow us. Because just like seeds, when water is planted on seeds, or not, when water is poured onto seeds, it, it, it's a long process. But eventually you'll see budding from that seed. That seed is no longer there. It, it, it takes roots and it grows and all this, this good stuff. Because it's getting watered, accepting the water, it's accepting the fertilizer, accepting being put into one plant to the other, one pot into another pot. You, you see what I'm saying? We want to be planted in good soil. In order to be planted in good soil, we must yield ourselves to God to, to say, God, I understand what you're trying to say to me. Uh, a lot of times I might not do what you want me to do, but help me to do what you want me to do. The thing is, a lot of times people find prayer very complicated because people have made it complicated for people to understand. People have said, oh, you got to do this. You got to hold your leg up. You got to hold your foot up. You got to hold your hand up. You got to do this at this time. You got to do, no. Let me tell you something. Prayer is just as simple as you talking, as I'm talking now. It's just as simple as you opening up your heart and saying, I am wrong and I want to connect with my maker. I want to know his plans for my life. And when you do this, he will continue to plant wisdom and knowledge in you. That's the problem is that a lot of times people will pray more than they will read. And some people will read more than they pray. Pray, you got to have a balance. I had to learn that in the first stages of my Christian walk with Christ is that you have to have a balance. Because if you don't, you're going to be off balance. Yeah, it might be cool that you read all the time and you understand, but are you praying to him? Are you praying to him? And a lot of us will forget the step about praying. Because we're so eager to read his word, and that's great. But how can you read his word if you don't talk to him? How can you understand if you don't talk to him? 
So we got to get to a place in our life where we're actually reading the word and we're actually praying. Before you start reading, ask God, God, help me to be, help whatever you have for me in this word today to be planted in good soul. Help me to be planted in good soul. God, I want to be good soul. I don't want to be a thorny soul. I don't want to be the rocky soul. I don't want to be any of these type of souls, but the good soul. And if if I am one of those souls, please change me to good soul. Whatever's in me that's rotten, anything that's in me that's other flesh, remove it. If I'm worried about too much about making money, if I'm worried too much about other things, God, remove it. My parents talked to me the other day about dating. And um, I told them I don't want to date right now. That's not in the Lord's plans. Because sometimes what we want in life is a distraction from what God plans is for our life. We can want a relationship. We can want to go to college. We can want to do this. We can want to do that. But is it in his plans? And when we go forth and we do things that's out of his will, we can actually become different type of soul. Because then we're worried about life. We're worried about wealth. We're worried about relationships. You see what I'm saying? Everything in our life is a domino effect. And it's up to us to figure out which way are our dominoes landing. Are they going to land? Are they going to hit each other? I don't know if you ever set up dominoes. I love setting up dominoes on the floor with my nieces and nephews and seeing their little faces. If we want, you know, if you line them up just right, they all will click, 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 click. But you know, if you leave too much space between them, the other domino can't hit. I hope y'all don't hear my stomach growl. <laughs> but um, that's like our life. If we don't leave, enough spacing in between us and the world we're gonna always fall flat we have to learn to let go of the things of the world and accept what god plan is for our life our our lives are not gonna look like each other and that's the problem in today's society is that everyone wants their life to look like the other person when our eyes need to be focused on god and whatever god have for us it's gonna happen at the right time and that's what my dad also told me he said you know, you're going to find the right person at the right time. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to date. Because I know for me, and I know God's will for my life right now, that's not in the plans. And that's okay with me. Sometimes we have to be okay with whatever God presents us with. You might be dating someone or you might be going to school and you realize that's not what God wants you to do. Stop what you're doing. Let that person go. Stop going to school. Figure out his plan for your life. Make sure it's his will for your life to be to, to do what the things that you're supposed to do. Because also getting wisdom and knowledge, we must know when to apply it. We can't be filled with all this wisdom and knowledge and not do nothing with it. And that's why sometimes we are stagnant in our walk because we have this wisdom and knowledge. We're not doing nothing with it. And God's waiting for us to actually use it. Let's see if we can get into at least one reference verse today. I'm just going to say this off of the, the paper our phone uh romans 8 14 for all who are led by the spirit of god are sons of god for all who are led by the spirit of god are sons of god when we are led by god we are sons of god when we are listening to him we are sons of god when we go about our excuse me about our day and we're doing the things that we want to do and 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 we're not listening to the holy spirit we're not sons of god we're not led by the god by god we are led by our flesh and i think actually that verse says that um it's, it says that after that one let's look at it real quick go to romans 8 real quick i was going to read it but i also wanted to um
Yeah, it says in verse 15, so you have not received the spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you receive God's spirit when we adopt you as children of, as his own children. It says, now we are called him Abba, Father, for his spirit joins our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of glory, God's glory. But if we are to share his glory, we must also share in his suffering. It also says in here, there's, there it is, verse 13. For if you live by, by, by this, you would, it, it, it dictates to you die. But if through the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. See, we have to put the, put the, put to death our deeds of sinful nature. If we don't do this, we aren't spirit led. That's why some of the, some of the, the seeds fell on thorny soul because we are not being led by the Spirit. We're being led by the world. See, our ideals of our different ideals and theologies and different beliefs that the world is trying to put on us can affect how you are led by God. Because you hear people say, oh, if you do this and you do that, you can you can access this. Let me tell you something. The only way you can access anything in this life as a Christian is prayer. We must have faith that he will do what he says he will do. So which soul are you? Which seed are you? What type of person are you? What kind of learner are you? Are you listening to him? Are you listening to his teaching? Are you glazing over his word? We must be a people that listen to his word and apply it. A lot of times we just read just to say, I read my Bible today, but that's not enough. We must read it and understand it. Even if you have to do one verse a day, do one verse a day, that's better than reading 10 chapters and not gaining nothing from it, friends. So today, if you're reading chapter after chapter after chapter, I read five chapters a day. Great. But what did you learn? Oh, I read one verse today. Oh, okay, great. What did you learn? Well, I learned blah, 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 blah. It's a difference. And God, look at it as a difference. Okay, remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Are you hearing him? Are you listening? Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening.